Good morning. It is 9.51 on Wednesday, January 11th, and I've been playing around for, I think, two hours now on uh, YouTube, and I got um, accused of being sexist, but it turns out I wasn't being sexist. I'm just, there was a, we were going over uh, some scammy YouTube artists again, um, and we essentially looked at the, uh, the a live content where it had a fairly attractive woman on the cover, and I said, yeah, that's it. it's got to be fake. And then I tuned in. It sounded like a 15-year-old boy. Uh, turns out it was a super successful woman who actually knew what she was talking about, so I was happy that I was wrong. Um, but yeah, probably a little bit sexist moment. Either way, I wanted to talk today about a, um, a couple of things. Um, Jeffrey Gunlock, who's a bonds guy, he thinks the Fed will stop raising rates before they get to 4% and believes that the rest of this year will be bullish. He's still bullish on bonds. He still thinks bonds are once in a lifetime opportunity for bonds. He's a bonds guy, blah, blah, blah. He's probably got a a good point. So, you know, we were bullish yesterday. We were up yesterday. We're up again today. As of right now with the open, you're up 0.28 on the Dow, 0.69 on the NASDAQ, and 0.55 on the S&P. The VIX is up 1%. Uh, the one that I've been watching, and, and I have, uh, don't listen to the guy on the internet. I got out of a um, uh, party city. I, I scared one of our subscribers, um, one of the, the YouTube viewers, getting out at 26 because I said, dude, you're, you bought in at 20, 23, 22, somewhere around there. I said, you got your 10%. Don't be greedy. Don't be, you know, be happy. Then all of a sudden, I, I tuned in yesterday afternoon and it's at 72 cents. So my apologies, but don't ever listen to somebody on the internet. Rule number one, rule number two, don't listen to Jim Cramer. I mean, that's, that's the simple fact about it. The guy, if, you, if you're in the airport, I have three personal friends who are in airports today. The FAA has grounded all flights. Um, it has lifted that ground stop. It's uh, over a system. There was a system error in, I guess, one of the systems. I'm not a pilot. I don't know how to explain it. And neither is Jim Cramer. And he's on air saying it's not a mission critical. I don't know why they grounded all the flights. It's not a mission critical system, douchebag. This is the same guy who told Ukraine, you can't beat Russia. General Jim Cramer said, you can't beat Russia. Put your arms down. Douchebag. So rule number one, don't listen to a guy on the internet. Rule number two, don't listen to Jim Cramer. Um, let's go over some earnings. Taiwan Semi reports, I think it's today after the bell, or is it tomorrow after the bell? Let's look at um, the chart. And if you're not on YouTube, uh, I pull up all these charts on YouTube. You can see them. If you want access to my algorithm, it's in TrendSpider. The link is in the description. You can get 25% off with the code DSP25. Um, but that's the charts that I show. The, the, two, the two things I will steer you to, and I will never steer you to, A, a course. Um, I may do a course, but it won't be like $100 a month kind of thing or anything of that sort. It'll be just so you're financially invested and actually learning. But the first thing I won't ask you to do is buy a super expensive course. Um, The second thing I won't ever ask you to do is buy something that I don't personally use. I use TrendSpider. I pay for TrendSpider. I use Fidelity Active Trader Pro. I believe in Fidelity. If you're using Robinhood um, as your, your brokerage, you're probably not doing your best. The one thing I have been trading in Webull, and the one thing I have noticed, is that Webull doesn't give me a good price. So when I go in to buy, uh, and if you're buying a market price on Webull, you're doing everything wrong. Uh, but I also know, and I also see this, I, I traded Mara. 
uh, a couple of times through Webull and through Fidelity. And uh, I get better prices through Fidelity. So while you're in there in your Webull and you love your app, and I think the app on Webull does do a very good job. What I like about Webull is the, um, hey, at the end of the day, you can post your profits and you can celebrate and you get fireworks and blah, blah, blah. I like that. Uh, Fidelity doesn't have anything of that. And I talked to some of the developers. They talked about doing stuff like that. And then they decided against it. They didn't want to gamify stuff. They wanted people to understand that this is your money. It's not a game. So I like Weeble, but I, I will guide you towards Fidelity. And if you sign up with Fidelity, send me your email address. Uh, I think if you put 2500 bucks in, they're going to send you 100 bucks. But you got to send me your email address. There's no link or anything. But if you have Fidelity, send me your email address. I'll see if they, they, they will give you something if it's recently funded. Um, but Taiwan Semi, it looks like their earnings are coming up, let's see, um, January 12th, pre-market. So tomorrow morning. This is a Warren Buffett stock. Yesterday, or I'm sorry, on January 9th, um, so two days ago, there was a gap here between 78 and 80. You're trading at 81 right now. That's the only gap that I would be afraid of. I think I don't think Taiwan Semi is going to come out and say we've got a glut of chips uh, because that's already known. Uh, I don't think they're going to come out and say we're not earning a ton of money. Uh, I think what your your the the only danger that you have with Taiwan Semi is an invasion by China, uh, China. and that would kill the stock. Right now, the RSI is at 67. I don't know that I'd necessarily get into it, but if you listen to my stock podcast, you know on December 30th, we had a buy-in here at 74.29. You're at 81 right now. You've made your 10%, uh, and this one has a pretty good dividend, I believe, as well. Let's look it up in uh, um, Finviz. Um, Yeah, 2.19%. You are 43% off your 52-week high. So you're still in the middle of your trading range between 59 and 145. Performance year-to-date since January 1st, you are up 9.1%. This is a great one. And you're heading into earnings. Um, I might play this one before earnings. This is part of the Daily Stock Pick core portfolio in um, TrendSpider. And in TrendSpider, I give you access to my core portfolio uh, tracking list, which I have been lazy on because I have to do the energy and um, the the levered ETF uh, list. Back off, bro. Back off, bro. (laughs) <laughs> don't push it. Uh, I've got an agenda. So, uh, but you do have Taiwan Semi in, in that list. I like it. I like it a lot. I think it should be part of your portfolio. The only gap that I'm worried about, I'm, you know, you covered this gap down to 70, 74 um, before. So it, there's no more gaps that I'm worried about. The only gap that I'm worried about right now is down to 78. Hold off until earnings. I think if we do see a downturn in the economy, I think chips have been a super, super strong part of this, uh, this run. SOXL is one of the uh, semiconductor ETFs that we do. It's a three times bull. Uh, this one had a buy-in on January 3rd. Remember, Taiwan Semi was December 30, 30th. On J- January 3rd, you had a buy-in here at 1017. You're at 1191 right now. So you've got more than 10% in this run alone. You're above the 200-day. The last time we went above the 200-day, it just tanked down from 13 to 10. So I don't know that you necessarily buy it, but I can tell you this. If you buy Taiwan Semi today at 81, 
a couple of years from now, I don't think you're upset if it goes down to 78 in the next couple of days. But I would add in slowly. Don't add in your entire, uh, your entire nut there. Uh, I bought yesterday and I posted this all over our fi- private Facebook group, uh, which you can join. There's no charge for it. Uh, I did this outside of the, uh, the algorithm. Uh, the reason I did it, the RSI is coming off 23. The MACD looks like it's crossing up. Earnings are coming up on Friday morning, I think, January 13th pre-market. It's United Healthcare. This is part of the, uh, the, the active tra- daily stock picks core portfolio as well. Uh, it's up at 488. I bought in at 485. Uh, I didn't try and time it. I didn't, it got down to 483, I think, right after I bought it. It went down to 483. I put in a starter position at 485. Um, I think that starter position is like 50 shares or so, but um, you could buy one share. I mean, just buy one share. Um, this, in my mind, it's the premier uh, healthcare company. The caveat to this is I am buying into a death cross. A death cross is when the 50-day crosses the 200-day. On my algorithm, the 50-day is crossing the 200-day. The Bollinger Bands are super wide. They need to come a little bit closer, but this could be the death cross that, that just kind of does it. Now, here's, here's why I bought in. I continue to say anything under 500. I think you're good on. They have a decent dividend. It's not crazy. Um, I think it's one point something, 1.36. So they do have a 1.36 dividend. The last time the death cross happened on October 14th, and this is the death cross, you had almost an immediate, um, and this is right at earnings um, in October. You had the death cross right here at about five. I think the stock was trading at about 515. The next day, you had a buy-in on the algorithm at 516. Again, the next day after earnings at 516. This stock went to 557. So um, a, a, if you have a recession, this is the place where people flock to for safety. So the other, um, uh, I think James had mentioned, Cigna Corporation um, is his pick for healthcare. And uh, I'm going to remove, I, I did a, if you're looking, I did a, um, a channel to look at. I do think Cigna is coming up. You've got a, a, a MACD cross-up coming up probably around 306, 307. Um, their earnings are coming up on February 2nd. This RSI is coming off at 21. So I, I don't think you're, you're horrible in buying this one as, as well. I, there's a good volume shelf here at 320. Um, if you want a nice, you know, four or five, maybe even 10% move, um, this one I think is good. It's using its 200 day right as support. You're right at the 200 day at 306. Um, UNH, the, the PE is 23. Cigna, the PE is only 14. And you get a 1.4% dividend. Um, year to date, you're down 8%. Uh, the, the difference, uh, well, you, uh, Cigna, your, your 52-week high is 340. So you're kind of pushing up near those 52-week highs, but you have 10% to get there. So I, I think with healthcare, I think that the more you hear about a recession, the more you hear about this stuff. With a PE of 14, I think you're buying in at a, a pretty good valuation there for Cigna. Um, into it. I brought this one up because in my uh, fire 
podcast, Fire with Gary. Um, I use Mint and I use TurboTax. And we're coming up to tax time and taxes are going to kind of be in focus. This one, we had a cross up here at 391, uh, right at the ex-dividend date. I don't think that it's really moved. And kind of one of the things that we looked at um, that I brought up on YouTube was this uh, volume analysis. And I pinned it in the YouTube chat. Um, I will probably put it in the, uh, the description here, too. It's a great uh, volume analysis of a book by Ann Cooling called A Complete Guide to Volume Price Analysis by a, um, a channel called Financial Wisdom. And you can clearly see this blue line down here. The volume is moving down, but we're actually just kind of in this range for Intuit. You've got this gap up here at 414. Um, the earnings aren't coming up until February 23rd. So you really don't have any catalyst on this, but you do have the MACD moving up. So I think that 388, 391, I think you could get down here into the 370s if the market is taken down. But I like this stock. I, I really do. Another one that I like is Enphase. Um, and this is an, uh, uh, a solar company. Let me take a look just so I, I don't um, uh, completely say. I think they're the, the inverter company. Together with this design, sells, home energy solutions for solo uh, solar industry in the United States and above. Uh, December 23rd, Daiwa Securities, 335 is the price target. You're at 234. You're in a legendary just landslide right here. You are probably going to get a MACD cross up tomorrow, maybe in the afternoon today. But it's, uh, it, its earnings are coming up on February 7th. Here's what you have to know. The PE is 112. This one is expensive. The 52-week range, the 52-week high is 340. So you're 31% below that. Your 52-week low is 113. So you're 106% above that. Performance in the last year, 58% plus. Performance year to date, you're down 14%. I think you could see this rebound. But what you're seeing right now is that... Um, uh, it's just in this landslide. And you can see last time it got down to these levels, we took off and we went all the way up to back to 330. So I just think you're seeing some weakness in this one. I like the stock, you know, and I, I hate it because I might be a Jim Cramer where I'm recommending the stock at 230 and all of a sudden it comes down to 212 or 200. Um, but I, I do think that you could start a position here. If it goes down, just have a tight stop loss because again, that PE at 112 is crazy. Your earnings are coming up on February 7th. So I, 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 either you're going to have a catalyst or they're going to guide down because there's a recession. People don't want to spend on solar, blah, blah, blah. Um, Netflix is the next one that I wanted to go over. This one, Josh Brown said yesterday, um, he didn't want to hold it through earnings. And the reason he didn't want to hold it through earnings is because he got in at about 220. You're at 326 right now. So he had a good amount of earnings. It covered a gap. Um, it's not at his 52-week high, uh, but you're, you still have a gap back here, I think, to 350 is where this initial gap was. Um, your gap is up to 343. So you're about halfway there. He didn't want to hold it through earnings. Um, uh, the, the main issue is their, the launch of their ad tier and how that's doing. There's been news 
about the ed tier not performing as well. That could tank the stock. Um, uh, they have some, <laughs> their programming is great. Uh, over the, the um, December, uh, Wednesday was a number one watched program, kind of up there with Stranger Things. Um, I just watched Kaleidoscope, which is kind of a new kind of thing where they, they put it out. You can watch it in any order that you want. Uh, kind of an interesting show. I would say anything under 300, grab it. It doesn't look like it's going under 300 before earnings, though. If it does, grab it. Just grab it. Hold on to it. Uh, that's one that I like. Uh, also, remember, this is the only streaming company that is producing, producing cash, and it's 99% up off of its lows, but only buy it if it goes under 300. Sorry, I had to check on the dog, so I hit pause for a second, but uh, one thing I had in my notes is Delta, and then we have the crazy FAA um, flight halt today. But Delta, if you've been listening, I, I said Delta down here at about 33, 32. Um, in that neighborhood, I said, I, I, I think it's a $40 stock. Well, lo and behold, it's 38. I just thought it was, you know, it, I wouldn't buy it right now thinking, God, it's going to go from 38 to 40. Their earnings are coming up. Um, when is it? Is it July, January 13th? So Friday, pre-market, uh, Delta comes up. They probably will pop to 40. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy it. The RSI is at 78 right now. It's just crazy overbought. Um, one that I did buy, and I think I'm pretty doing fairly well on it. It's at 586. I bought it at 513. I chased it. But the algorithm had you buying at 390. You could have gotten it at 316. Never got you out. I wouldn't buy into it now. The RSI is super high at 73. I will probably put in a stop, um, a, a sell at about $6 just because I don't know that there's anything that would make me think that it would get above this shelf at $6.35. And it, honestly, from $5.13 to $6, I'll just take my profit. It was a small, I think it was like a $500 buy. It wasn't much. Um, but I like that one. Another one that we talked about, and I probably should just show it. One of the things that you guys don't want to do is look at a four-hour chart on, on like a great, for instance, is Party City here. It's down at 43 cents. If you were to look at a four-hour chart, we'll take a look. This is a five-minute chart of Party City. And you can see on Active Trader Pro, it's got no confirmation whatsoever. The entire after hours, it was up in the 55 to 60 cent range. The entire after hours, you can see yesterday afternoon, I got somebody out on there. Again, rule number one, don't listen to somebody on the internet. Rule number two, don't listen to Jim Cramer. But you can see it's just lost all of its, its ability to, to move upward. Um, people are selling. 10-day volume is 28 million. 90-day volume is 8 million. But people right now are selling. It's down 2% to 43. Doesn't mean it can't gain that volume back. But if you were trading this on a four-hour chart, okay, it's moving too much for a four hour chart. Because when you look at the four hour chart, it got you in at 45 cents this morning. It got you out um, on January 6th. Uh, it got you in, I should say, let's see. It got you in December 19th at 43 cents. It got you out with a 62% loss on January 6th. 62% loss 
And then it gets you back. It, it runs all the way up from uh, the low of 22 cents, or I'm sorry, the low of 15 cents. And it doesn't get you back in because the MACD is just late and crossing up. It gets you back in at 45 cents. You've missed the run from 19 to 45. So my point is, it, it's a very hard, the, the algorithm is not meant to trade on a day basis. Somebody said, hey, the algorithm hates meme stocks. Well, the, the algorithm hates quick moving stocks. And that's Mara. That's Party City. I mean, you know, you can trade it on that. I, and I wouldn't think that Party City is going back up here to, to fill this gap between 117 and 118. This is a, 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 a short squeeze, just like Bed Bath & Beyond is a short squeeze. And this one's legendary. I mean, it's 25% a day at this point. Bed Bath & Beyond, the algorithm gets you in uh, at $2.06 today. Let's look at Bed Bath & Beyond on uh, Active Trader Pro. I'm going to move it over and look at, let's look at Bed Bath & Beyond. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond is, it was up 25% earlier. It's up 37%. So, um, yeah, the algorithm will get you in, but most likely you're going to get a rug pull. By the way, the short interest in this is 43%. It's been up 25% a day for the last three days. It's gone crazy. And it's 100% a short squeeze. I would not get into this uh, unless you're day trading. When you're day trading, just make sure you're above that nine day. Make sure you got the Bollinger Bands. Make sure you have momentum on your side. Make sure you have volume. Um, make sure your RSI on a shorter time basis is being watched. Simple as that. It's simple. Um, one that, that I know... Uh, I'm going to be talking about uh, on a pullback is FCX, Freeport MacMoran. This is a materials company. Um, they have been going absolutely crazy of late. Copper is at its all-time high. Um, copper has moved back up. Commodities and materials have moved significantly. Look at the MACD on this one. January 4th, where you had a $38 buy-in. You're at $44 right now. Um, that's almost 20% in a matter of, what was that, January 4th, in a matter of eight days. Eight days you're moving. So um, you do have your uh, ex-dividend date, January 12th. It's got a good dividend. I mean, this one isn't super, super expensive. The PE is 16. The forward PE is 25. You got a 1.34% dividend. You're 13% below your 52-week high, which came... Um, last year in the month of um, April, it looks like. So Freeport I had on my, uh, on my list. Um, let's look at Fix, I think it is. Uh, is this Stitch Fix? Comfort, oh, Comfort Systems. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why I put this one in. I had some note on this one. It just says it's run too much. I think it's run, I, I think fix is just, yeah, it's, it's run from 81 back in June of last year up to 114. It's using the, the, the 200 day as its support level. I don't know why I put that one in there. Um, VLO. This is Valero uh, Energy. Uh, they have earnings. And last night, uh, I think it was Joe Terranova. Um, 
I think I think it was. I don't know who, but we had a, a MACD cross up here on January sixth at one twenty seven. You're selling at one thirty two. He believes heading into earnings January twenty fifth, you've got a positive momentum. Uh, I would like to see you get this closer to one thirty if possible. Um, VLO has a pretty good dividend, I think. Let's see. It's got a 2.9% dividend. The PE is 5.6. Year-to-date, it's up 4%. Your 52-week high is 146. Um, you're only 10% below that. But if they have been able to cut their price, the cost of doing business, which most oil companies have, you might see it go back to this 145 level. Um, and again, it's energy. It's, it's a crapshoot as to where the price of oil is going to go. but whatever. Um, one that I wanted to bring up is Amazon. Amazon has been on a, a, just an absolute freaking tear of late. It's up 4% today. This is my number two holding. And I think in my, uh, portfolio, you had an uh, buy-in December 30th. Like I said, uh, I think I was on, on YouTube saying this, but $83 I was, uh, I, I bought, I bought some, I sold some for, for a lot. And, and then I just said, you know what? I want to buy back in. And I think I sold around like, um, you know, 80, I think it was 84, 85. And I said, you know, at 83, I just got to buy it. I bought a little bit more. It wasn't a lot. I think it was like five, six shares. It wasn't a ton. Um, but I bought more back in. I haven't bought since, but it's on an absolute tear. I think you're going back to this two, the 200 day at 106. I think you're covering this gap between 104 and 109. I think you're, that's how strong this move is. Do not underestimate buy with Prime, which is their buy now, pay later program. It changes the game for them. So I think that's what's moving it. They're laying people off. They haven't, they haven't lost the revenue stream. What they've done is they overhired for, you know, after the pandemic. So they've got to lay people off. That cut, cut, cuts costs. Well, while cutting costs, what does that do? That increases margins. So they're going to turn this one around. Uh, Amazon Web Services is going to continue to dominate. Uh, their buy now, pay later program, buy with Prime, is going to be a game changer to where they will own the, the, any internet purchase. Honest to God, they will own any internet purchase. When Microsoft gets their stuff in, in place, when Google gets their stuff in place, they will start taking share away from Amazon. But right now, Amazon owns the internet. It's just my thought. Speaking of Microsoft, we had a cross up here. And remember I told you there were some, uh, um, some traders that thought that Microsoft was heading at 250 by the end of the week. Their earnings are coming up January 24th, um, January 24th post-market, uh, which is a uh, couple weeks, next week, I think. Uh, their ex-dividend date is February 15th. Uh, you covered this gap at 238. I think at, uh, I'm sorry, 228. Um, the, the gap up is, is 234. So you're close to that. You wouldn't buy for that. But if you don't have Microsoft in your portfolio, add to it. Just add to it. Add to it closer to 230, anywhere between 228 and 230. Buy a couple of shares. It crossed up today at 228.88. It's up uh, 1.76 at 232. 228.88, close to that price, you can get it. Another cross up, Honeywell. H-O-N is the symbol. Uh, this is just a great stock. Um, this has just, you know, been a crazy, crazy good stock. Back here in September, you had a 173 buy-in. 
You had a 23% gain all the way to December. You had a couple of buys here in December, but you're kind of capitulating. And again, look at that MACD down there. That MACD crossing up at 211. Your earnings are coming up February 1st. Your uh, RSI is in no man's land to 50. The volume is in an upward trend. Your 200-day is in an upward trend. Your 50-day, downward trend. It's hugging that 50-day. It's using that 50-day as a resistance level right now. I think if it can get through that, it's expensive. Make no mistake about it. It's expensive. I like the stock. I, if you want to buy into this one, I don't think it's horrible to buy into this one. But I do think that, that there's an opportunity to probably get it cheaper with the PE at 27. Got a 1.95% dividend. Your 52-week high is 221. Um, January 4th, UBS downgraded it with a price target at 193. So it, while it crossed up, I think it's a great stock. Add one share if you want to buy it here. I wouldn't add like you know my, my entire position into this one. This one's just, it, it's up there. It has a cross up. Another one that had a cross up that we've talked about before is Chesapeake Energy, CHK. Um, this one... On the other hand, it's down at 88, and the 200-day the is up here at 98. I think you could take this one. This one's a utility. So part of the reason it got beaten down in late December and stuff, it looks like the, you know, the, the, the market thinks that we could have a soft landing. Well, people are just running away from utilities. This one's a little bit expensive. Let's see, CHK. Um, it is at, not hugely, PEs at five. Uh, but they have an 11.34% dividend. Your ex-dividend date just passed back here in November, so I wouldn't expect it anytime soon. Their earnings are February 22nd, so that's the next catalyst. But that MACD is pretty low. Uh, so I do think 88.36, I think that's a good price target. It's trading down at 88.27. And again, that's because a lot of these high flyers are going up. They think the market has a lot of this stuff priced in. So you're looking at like Amazon up 3%. Amazon was just beaten down. So I think you have some opportunities. Again, TrendSpider is available. Use my code DSP25. Uh, I have some requests on YouTube. I'll stay out afterwards and kind of look at those for the YouTube audience. Um, but if you have any questions, hit me up. If you've made it this far, just rate me on, on whatever platform you're, uh, you're listening on. Whether it's Apple, hit the five-star thing. Put a review in on Apple. I don't have enough reviews on Apple. Uh, my ego is down low. Uh, I'm watching these guys with thousands of people watching them on YouTube. And, and they're douches. Bro, bro, hook me up, bro. Hook me up. But yeah, if you've made it this far, just, just add a thing. Uh, if you made some money, tip me. I'm going to bring up tips again because I, I, I don't feel the love a lot. And I know you uh, MFers have, have made some money. So uh, treat me like a bartender. You know, throw a bone my way. I've poured you a drink, and it, the drink is called a stock. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, if you want to support me, honestly, the, the reviews are even better. Just leave a comment. Um, you know, I'm happy when you guys make money. I don't need money. I, I don't need to, you to throw me money. I don't need you to do it. If, you're, if you are, I am super, super grateful. I do this for the fun of it. Um, so... And, and I don't want to charge people. I want people to understand. There, this is, this is, there's a science to actually looking at charts. But if you just practice it and you do it and you get the basics and the understanding of it, don't listen to a dude on the internet. Rule number one, 
Okay. And hopefully my sound quality is better. Um, but I think I'm overmodulating. We'll see. Cause I yell a little bit. Okay. Have a great Wednesday. I don't know if I'll be on tomorrow or not. Uh, I have to drop off my car, so I may not be on. Um, but again, if you signed up for TrendSpider and got the, the deal, get 25% off using my code DSP25 in the link in the description. Um, but if you signed up for that, you don't need me. Because you know what? You got, the, you got all the charts you need. Uh, Active Trader Pro um, is part of Fidelity. If you signed up for Fidelity, send me, an e- send me your email address and I'll see what I can do. Uh, I think I still have a couple of other people to send over to um, to Fidelity just to see what happens. But uh, yeah, hit me up with any questions that you have. Okay, five minutes to say goodbye. <laughs> Thanks, guys. See ya.